Sabridge. Kate? I don't remember if I actually talked about this in another episode, but, you know, since I've been without Tony Soprano. Oh, we uh, brought it up again. Sorry. Well, okay. we're not, don't worry, we're not staying there. But since, you know, that has moved on and is finished, I did start watching Cobra Kai. Did I tell you about this? You did tell me about it, and you said you like it a lot. Oh my god. There's just so much karate drama. It's crazy. <laughs> the crama. The crama. It's so intense. Oh my god, I just can't handle it. The one episode, it was like, I didn't realize it was the finale, but then, like, the stuff started happening, and it made sense it was the finale, because literally the whole episode is basically like because there's a lot of high school characters and a lot of these you know high school children do karate so the whole town knows karate so in this episode it literally was a turned into a giant hallway fight of like a hundred children doing karate so it was just the camera just kept going looking at different kids all beating each other up and then you know the hashtag karate drama so it's like the two little nerds who were friends but they go to different karate schools and the drama and now they're gonna do a little showdown in the hallway Oh my god. And then someone got thrown off a railing. Hashtag spoilers. And then someone (laughs) whipped out some like, you know, knuckle knives. And oh my god. Hashtag karate drama. I can't do it. Oh my gosh. I just like the chaos of high school and then you add the nerdiness of karate. And then karate. Yeah. If only they had those skills in Dazed and Confused times. You know, they'd fight back. Oh man. Yeah. Parker Posey would have got a roundhouse kick to the face. (laughs) Same with Ben Affleck character definitely <laughs> Ben Affleck would definitely have gotten the crane to the oh, face oh yeah sisters sisters who've seen it we are the sisters sisters who've seen it sisters shooby dooby doo sisters shooby dooby doo sisters 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 who seen it. Hello there. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, listeners. It's good to have you back. We hope you um, flew in on a bat or rode a snail or oh. a giant tricycle. What do we call it? What is that? I don't know. Sure, but what about a luck dragon? Oh. Oh, God, yeah. I, hope, I really hope you flew in on that, because that's the best way to get around town. All right, listeners. Well, hopefully you're here by some magical, fantastical way. But I'm going to introduce ourselves. So we are the Sisters Who Seen It, the podcast where two sisters who are not movie critics look back on some of our favorites throughout the years through a psychological, ethical, and familial lens. I'm Katie. I'm Bridget. And look inside. Something, something dreams. Falcor's there. These are not the words. I probably should have started with the only lyrics I know. The only lyrics we all know are never ending story. Line that up. Ah, I could go on and on singing the wrong lyrics because that's catchy. So, yeah, listeners, our movie is never ending story. (laughs) (laughs) 
1984 classic. It really is. And I, I'm not going to lie. I, I was having a good time watching it. <laughs> it had things I didn't remember. Oh, I bet I know what it is. I bet you didn't remember that a whole half of the movie is this little weird boy with a mushroom haircut who randomly comes and interrupts the movie. Wait, wait who are you talking about? Bastion, the kid! Because <laughs> I feel like people don't remember that, like, he's a character and he, like, oh, is in the movie a lot. No, I wasn't going to say that at all. I was going to say, like, the way that it's made, all these extra, like, fantasy characters. Oh. In my head, it was a horse. Uh, Valcor and like Valcor the princess. Bridget, what the fuck? Wait, 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 what is that? How do I say it? Valcor. It's not Val. It's Val. It's not Val Kilmer Court. No, no. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine his locks? Can oh someone god, edit so- that? Oh, somebody edit his face on Valcor right now and then send it to me. Thank you so much. Okay, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. And then I have a dream of Tom Cruise riding him like a Top Gun fantasy, but that's <laughs> well dangerous. Your own place. Oh God, I can't. <laughs> oh okay. no, Kate. Who is doing this synopsis? No, because... I cannot. I cannot. <sighs> I need. I need you to. You have to. Okay, so Falcor F. Got it. Check. It's okay. An F. Yep. This. 1984 classic is very 80s. I'll give you that. And and I'll take a stab at this synopsis. It's very 80s. And you start off with a little boy who, in my notes, I also wrote Sebastian. But oh. it's Bastion with a B. Mm. So, what do we think he is? He's like I mean, 11? Yeah, I think like 12? 10 or 11. Okay. He's kind of one of these thinking in the clouds type of kids. Loves to read. And you get... Very very little about his life because he is reading this magical book that he gets from this random old dude oh, uh, bookstore. We'll be talking about that, man. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and unlike other stories, as he is getting deeper into it, he is somehow being immersed into the story. Not the way you think. It's not like he pops up in the story, but that they can like hear him and somehow he is a part of like helping the protagonist in the book he's reading conquer this big challenge. So let me get into what's happening in Fantasia. So Fantasia is the land and they have this problem and the problem is the nothing. Nothing. It's not nothing, but it's called the nothing. It's it's something. It's something. It's not nothing. Something but nothing. What's basically happening is you start to learn that as children, kind of Tinkerbell style, forget (laughs) believing this world is crumbling and all the characters in it don't know what's happening. There is a magical princess that typically saves the day and she's dying and they have to have a hero within Fantasia figure out what medicine the princess needs. And that hero that they've summoned is Artia. Um, Atreyu? Atreyu, sorry. I'm sober. Um, Okay. (laughs) It's been a week. Wait, Atreyu, Atreyu. Atreyu. Sorry. Atreyu is summoned. Now, Fantasia has heard of Atreyu. He is this big warrior, and you're ready. You're ready for this incredible hero to come in, cross the lands of Fantasia to find out what this medicine is, and instead a little boy pops up. And everybody's like, what? 
you're a little kid. You can't do it. Like, get him off the stage. Boo, <laughs> get the- <laughs> <laughs> so, so he starts to, which I thought was funny. He was like, hey, if you don't want me, you shouldn't have summoned me. I'm going to go hang out with my buffalo. And they were yep. like, wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> they trust him and he has this trusty horse. Kate, the horse's name is? Artex! <laughs> Pain still hurts after all these years. The, the spoiler, um, that oh, the horse, sorry. Well, um, yeah. the horse dies. Yeah. But, <laughs> sure does. So Artreyu takes off on this mission. And unlike the Dark Crystal or some of these other fantasy Willow Lord of the Rings, okay, which by the way, the little boy quotes in this movie, which I thought was great. There is no real journey. There is no path it's just saying you have to get medicine and we don't know what it is yeah and good luck they're like we don't know anything about anything bye yeah and, and like, it's wow. this the world is coming around them and so simultaneously which is something we really have to talk about bastion the little boy in the real world so to yeah. speak is cut in class and ends up in the school's attic to read this book throughout the entire day and night where is his father is the police looking for him nobody knows because he's reading a book he's reading a book in a abandoned goonies-esque attic where there are (laughs) one-eyed belly skeletons and other scary memorabilia and i'm a little confused why this school has this room but it's fine bizarre bizarre Mm. but you go back and forth because you know like any good book right you have those moments where you hit a page and you're like whoa or oh my god this is scary or this is exciting so most of that goes back and forth and finally they realize that what will save the princess is a human a real human has to give her a new name yep Kate a little weak wouldn't you say (laughs) (laughs) I I do feel like uh, you know probably could need a little more but no a little more fine she technically had a name like if we're getting technical so like she did have one. Atreyu, who had basically like climbed mountains and ten thousand miles and seas and did all the things, uh, was like really a name. <laughs> he was like, yeah. "How do I find a kid?" So he then tries to go to the end of Fantasia, which doesn't exist. And nope. this is where Bastion in the real world realizes it's his turn to step up. They can hear him. His imagination is real. He is in the book, and he screams out the name and saves the day. Yeah. Right before. Fantasia is about to just go and be gone forever like the size of a little piece of rice he screams out the name before it's saved the drama Kate. the drama not karate drama but the drama and somehow the princess then comes into the real world and they're in the attic together and she's explaining what's happening and the end of the movie is by far the best because bastion <laughs> is just on Falcor. It's amazing. In the middle of the city of some sort of Canadian town. Kate, that's all I got. Wowzers. Oh boy. Yeah, that was good, Bridge. Was it? Because I Yeah. I mean you don't you don't you didn't know the names, but it's alright. It's okay. Can you dub over all the names? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just like I had seen this movie a couple times. Not like frequently, but I've seen it enough that I know the premise and stuff. And watching it this time, I don't know, I 
I was still kind of feeling it. Yes, there are things I laugh at yes. that I'm not supposed to, yes. but that's most movies for me, in all honesty. And oh. I'm sorry, Artex, when he dies, I was literally hysterically crying. And I was like, <laughs> it is 12 p.m. It is the middle of the day. Bear is like looking at me really concerned. He's like, what the f*** is going on? And I was like, is <sighs> but then he comes back at the very end so i guess it's okay but like what we need to get into it because mm-hmm. i'm gonna be a little bit more negative about this movie <laughs> okay yeah definitely say this is like fantastic but at the same time watching it as i'm older i'm like this was better when i was younger in my head i think it is like a, a movie for kids so we start off literally with the best song ever never, never <laughs> And as this beautiful 80s, you know, synth ballad is playing, we're seeing the credits. Fine. But behind the credits, you then later when the movie actually starts, you realize that we're just straight up looking at these evil clouds. That is the nothing. Like, that's what we're looking at. Yeah, it was a happy song to like very scary things. That would be like if a movie like started off by showing, you know, Michael Myers with like a bloody knife. And then it was like, yeah, yeah, woo, <laughs> good like that's the setup we got so there are some tone uh things happening here but we pretty pretty quickly we meet bastion and he lives with his dad and he you know through kind of talking to dad you find out that he had a mom but his mom died so now it's just him and the dad and he's like dad i had a dream about mom and the dad is like rude about it he goes this is the dad's exact line to bastion being like i had another dream about mom and then he like makes a sad face the dad goes well we have to get on with it son Mm. sir I'm sorry. What? After that line, I wrote, oh, the 80s, teaching kids not to feel. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I was like, this like, is the wrong message. Also, wait, wait, the dad, I know you make fun of me for this, but like, didn't he kind of dress like, like a country <laughs> sheriff? <laughs> like who? <laughs> like, he was like an old western sheriff. Like, I thought that was a very random outfit. I was distracted. <laughs> you could pay me a million dollars to name what color his shirt was and i couldn't do it it was a suit but it was it was cut so bizarre there's gonna be one listener that pays attention to these things like me i'm sure there are more than one that uh pick up those things that you do but um. and like napoleon dynamite he's just drawn unicorns in class his Uh, math teacher's mad about it it ain't no liger yeah no no ligers i'm surprised there were no ligers because he seems like a kid who'd be into ligers definitely but the dad's like gotta stop drawing horses in math class and then Bastion gets real defensive. He's like, it's a unicorn, dad. Turn on my life. God. You have to stay on the ground, Bastion. Yeah. That's like the opposite message, I feel like, that most kids need to hear. So. Oh, no. Very sad. It was sad. Even this message is pretty dark. Mm. Uh, like the whole story, you know? Yeah. And like, literally from this scene of being like, wow, your dad sucks and you're all alone in the world and everything's sad, uh, we cut to bully <laughs> my god it never goes away you know the gang of 10 year old bully 
movies. Everybody had those, right? And they, I don't even remember. Why did they even, like, chase him? They chased him and throw him in a dumpster. What What was it about? So I think they wanted to, like, steal his lunch or his oh money. Oh, my God. Or something. But, like, unlike the Mighty Ducks, when he goes in this dumpster, that is a dirty dumpster. And oh, he yeah. is full of nastiness. It's nasty. Yeah. Mm, and then he mm-mm. gets out of the dumpster. And then he walks out of the alleyway. And the kids are standing there. These oh. Don't have school. We're hanging out and they're like, hey, we didn't tell you to get out of the dumpster. And I was like, what? What? This is all at 7 a.m.? Where are the adults? Oh my God. Like, there's a Aggressive lot of adults walking by. Bullies. Which is how mm-hmm. he sprints away and ends up in this magical bookstore. Like, just trying to get away from them. Oh, this bookstore. And this bookstore, at first I thought, are we in a hoarder's house? Yeah. Because <laughs> yes, because. it didn't have, like, <laughs> welcome to the bookstore. It just had old books and an old man in the corner being like, oh, don't look at me. Oh, it was weird. This was one of the parts where I was like, I know I'm not supposed to laugh, but I'm laughing. Because oh it was just, like, so dramatic and ridiculous. <laughs> this guy. He's like, what'd you run in here for? And he's like, some kids. And he's like, you didn't want to punch him? Beat him up? I was like, all right, relax, Cobra Kai, okay? Everybody chill. (laughs) And then he's like, well, I'm reading this book. And he, like, looks at him and he's like, you can't read it, though. It's a secret. Don't ask me about it. I won't tell you. And Bastion's like, I didn't ask. He's like, fine, I'll tell you about it. It's a secret book. And you're like, sir. Real Housewives, Uh, like, drama. It really was. Very Regina George, I'll tell you. Oh, my God. And then he makes fun of him because he goes, I bet you don't read. And he goes, I've read 180. 86 books or something and he goes oh yeah I bet there were comics and he goes no and then he lists out like more books that I've ever read in my entire life as an 11 year old and that's where he says Lord of the Rings in one yes. of them and I was like ooh look at that yeah then they had this whole very very that was subtle it was decent on well you always want to be those protagonists right, right. like the, the guy was like I am going to tell you what your future right. will be if you read this book <laughs> it was very Hans you know he was kind of like oh my god imprinting yes. his knowledge that nobody asked for um in, in the corner so cool 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 and then he steals it which i was like sure oh, does. So this kid this kid was kind of a wimp the whole time i didn't really see that coming right but when books are involved he gets brave steals the book and then he rolls up to school hella late and i guess it's like there's a class that he like looks into oh it's math class he goes oh no math test and then he sprints away and i was like well damn kate that's a reaction to math do you know what i thought he was gonna do when he goes and grabs the key what so for people who haven't seen it or whatever it literally looked like the fire alarm oh so oh, no, i it thought did. it did yeah so i thought he was like oh no i'm late and there's a math test fire alarm <laughs> <laughs> And then he, like, whips out a key. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Um, very interesting character choices because, like you said, he is kind of played off as, like, a wimp. And he's, like, breaking a lot of rules here. So, He dang. literally was like, I'm just skipping school. He was like, you know what? I'm just going to go upstairs and read. Which, a part of me is like, well, I guess you're still learning. 
He's not learning math, I'll tell you that. He's not Mm. learning math. Oh, no, no. Yeah, and this is the scary room where I wrote, there are literal skulls in here. Whose body is this? (laughs) Chester Copperpot. Oh, Chester Copperpot. (laughs) Did you get into Mikey's attic from the Goonies? Because something's happening. I was following because I was like, okay, it's a school. This is like a school play set or like decorations. Like I was kind of following it. But as the movie went on, it's like the room got dustier and yeah. dustier and I don't know what happened. It just got creepier and creepier and the windows kept breaking and opening and oh, and, and it felt like a never ending <laughs> big room. Lots of space, lots of rooms and some windows. Yeah, it was um, I, honest. I don't think the school I work in has a room like that and if it does I want to find it because what? Okay, Kate, what's the modern day rule? An 11 year old kid doesn't come to school and nobody like called him out as a parent or anything what do you do what happens the parents get a call from the school being like your kid's absent you never called them out what's up okay so let's say you're the dad right you get the call and you're like what i thought he was going to school so then you go home thinking maybe something happened he's not home you're calling the police right because you're like my kid is literally lost i'd hope so but you know this dad (laughs) i don't know he seemed like really perturbed by anything that had to do the son so i don't know like just, the rest of the day, the kid is literally like missing, yeah. like Amber Alert missing. Yep, uh. yep, it's fine. It's all fine. Nobody oh worries. my god! But we're all just like, wow, that was fast. How we got here? Lots of stuff happening. But then we're right into the story. Yeah. The never. <laughs> we're in the story, and what are the first things you see, Bridge? Uh, well, I don't know their names. Uh, no, mean, like, we don't. Let's not worry about names. Let's just describe the uh, animals because they're cute. The snail, the yes. racing snail. Racing snail. The sleepy bat. The sleepy bat. And then the giant rock man. I think they call him a rock biter because he eats rocks. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock biter. So did you find any, like, fun facts in this movie? Because I would be interested to know. Because obviously a lot of these effects are practical. So these are, like, animatronics and puppets. And they made these things. So the bat and snail were, like, made. And even the rock biter. And I was curious, like, who made them? Because I'm assuming it wasn't Jim. Henson, but like, I don't know. It was not. So, yeah. okay, some backstory in this movie. This is a German movie. Well! Made in Germany. That's and cool. And at the time, in 1984, I think they estimated it was about like $27 million. Highest budget film in Germany. Oh my god. So anything that you see that is some sort of like creature was three-dimensional. Like, they actually yeah. built it. Right. Okay, Valcor was something like 35 feet long. What? And Jesus. part of the body of Valcor was like an old airplane like <laughs> carrier. Okay? <laughs> to just cool. move Valcor's head. I think it was like 10 people oh had to be involved. God. So, and then this gets me into, very quick, because I'll sprinkle the rest of these facts as we keep going, this museum that I sent you. Because we're going to Munich. I want to go there so bad. You have to describe it for the listeners. It looks okay, so cool. Okay, so Bavaria Films, it's like similar to Universal Studios in terms of a theme park in Munich has all of these characters. So you could see Rockbiter, you could go see the bat, you could go you could go sit on Falcor and they have a fan that will <laughs> blow your hair and it looks like you're flying. I want to do that. Oh my god. Yeah. So oh. 
my god. I didn't see a big name creating all the characters. I can definitely keep looking that one up. But the director was Wolf. Wolf the Dentist Stanton from My Ducks 2. I hope not. Oh, I totally. Wolfgang Peterson. <laughs> okay. Who ended up doing movies like The Perfect Storm. Oh. And a lot of like bigger action movies. But apparently he's got a little bit of like a Stanley Kubrick mm. method. Oh. So. So as we dig dig into it, I got some interesting stories. Well, whoever worked on the effects and even like just like the sets and all that, like I really appreciated those parts a lot because it's so cool to see, you know, and they do a lot of forced perspective with some of these because you have like all these different creatures. So these first ones that we meet where it's like the snail and the bat, the snail and the bat presumably are like an actual size of a snail and a bat. And then there's like tiny people who are different kinds of people creatures i don't know yeah and then you see the rock biter and the rock biter is like huge he's like i don't even know like a mountain size and he has a tricycle steamroller and like what that was like fred flintstone style okay so i was surprised that they were all like 3d and at times it aged not the greatest yeah but you appreciated like all the effort that went into it right and how long it took but i didn't understand with the rock biter he was made out of rocks right Yes. And he's like, mm, I love eating rocks. I was <laughs> yes. like, dude, that's some Hannibal Lecter stuff. Yes. Wasn't that weird? It is. Okay. It sure is. But we are supposed to uh, not think it's weird for some reason. Okay. I don't okay. know. Because the okay. rocks he eats don't have little faces or, you know, Ooh. they don't scream in terror. Who knows? Okay. I All don't right. know. It gets brought in to kind of be a comic relief-y type character. Yeah. So you're like, haha, that's so silly. Oh, my God. And then he gets real serious real fast. And he's like, oh, my God, you guys, I just came from, like, my home. And my home is completely destroyed. And nothing's there. And everything's wrong. And life is on fire. And it's so horrible. Anyway, I'm going to see the Empress. And they're like, oh, what? You were just, like, being, like, doofy. What? They they kept being like, wait, wait, wait. What happened, man? And he's like, I had a lake. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And the lake was gone. And they're like, oh, (laughs) like, dried up? And uh, not dried up. I was like, oh my god, how long is this conversation? <laughs> um, yeah, very uh, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. But it was needed to describe the nothing. It was yes. needed to describe how it's not about this evil thing. It's just in general, there's like a wipeout. Which, right. to me, it would be like an epic tornado or hurricane. Like, you can't get mad at it. It just like is what it is. So that yeah. was helpful. And then they all were like, me too, me too. We just yeah, know what you're saying, like, bro. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah, no rush or anything but like we're all like living in fear and we're all gonna die in a minute let's leave I guess You're well, like, then, what? They were, then they were like well we should get out of here yeah right, I know <laughs> so I was like why guys why did we stop I don't understand oh man and then we we get to uh like the princess what is it yeah. called so she's in the ivory tower ivory tower I'm assuming is kind of like the capital of sure. this world that everyone's yeah. like wow you're in charge and so they all kind of go there and you don't even see the empress no in the beginning instead you see this one guy and i wrote a note being like this is not samuel jackson <laughs> because i had to be like let's just double check it's not not it's not it's not so i actually thought you were gonna go the direction of this is not coneheads 
because uh, I well, got the strongest mm, Coneheads vibe. That was a little Coneheads. Once again, Kate, the outfits, yeah, the, okay. the neckline. <laughs> okay. Yes, all right. I could see that. I could see that. But they were all huddled and they were like, what do we do? What do we do? And he's like, the emperor is dying and yeah. we have summoned a warrior. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this our only plan? Like, like this seems like a really That's big all. place. He doesn't even know the plan. He's like, I didn't even set this up. She, she set it up and I'm just standing out here to like, you know, relay the message. Don't shoot the messenger. I don't know what the f- going on. And then, you know, great timing because that's when Atreyu rolls up and he's like, it's going to be a warrior from an Indian tribe. They hunt purple buffaloes and he's going to save us. And you're like, wow. And then Atreyu walks up and somebody f- yells out in the crowd. Someone goes, it's a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, Bleh. oh my God. Oh. That's like uh, Peter Parker getting screamed out. What a nerd on what the bus. Spider-Man. You're yeah, like, really we, we got it. We got it. But, okay, so I read about his character and there is some critiquing by the director that, like, he wasn't that great of an actor. He was, like, really hard to work with. I thought he was okay. So but, I like, thought he was okay. I the performance was okay, I should say. I don't know who he is as yeah, a person. I, and I thought he was, like, perfectly cast for his, like, job mm-hmm. as this, like, fearless warrior but believable but, like, tough. Yeah. And in real life, you can read about it, he got thrown off off that horse <gasps> and was like in the hospital oh my god and you keep reading scene by scene he like physically kept getting beat up oh. we'll talk about it but like when you know the horse passes away oh. that, he had another injury when the wolf tried to get him he had another injury well, he falls out of a tree like four times in a row and i was like oh. that looks real are you are we yeah Damn. so then like add the stanley kubrick wolf yeah. gang vibe and then add that but when he and Bastion would like get intense in their dialogue, I did kind of laugh at them. Like I thought really? they were like a little. I thought they were like a little silly, too quick. It didn't I laughed me at up. Bastion, but I didn't always at a tray. I think a tray okay. did okay. a little better of a job. Okay, but he's cool when he comes in because he's like, yo, 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 what's yeah. up, what's up? Y'all called me. I was summoned. Here he I was am. Summoned, and then the guy's like, little boy, get out of here. Oh my, wait, step out of the way for the warrior. And he's like, that's me. And he's like, oh no, we need the adult version of Atreyu and then he's like it's just me well, I don't know I'm just trying to follow directions and then that's when he's like alright I guess I'll leave and then the guy's like wait alright I guess I don't know like whatever like what we don't have a lot of direction here so I like, f- it let's do it listen this setup he's like okay first I'm gonna make fun of you for being a little boy yep. then quickly I'll say okay JK now I'm gonna send you on a mission you can't bring any weapons oh um, I'm not gonna tell you where to no, go no. I'm not gonna tell you how to figure out the challenge and and uh, good luck. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he literally goes, he goes, you can't bring any weapons. But then his follow up to the no weapons is, but there's going to be lots of danger. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we, maybe we, maybe let's reorganize that order a little. Cause that's not a great setup. I, Damn. I think this, this sounds like a suicide mission. <laughs> this is not okay. And then he's like, you know, it's all on your shoulders. You got to save us and do all this stuff. Oh. I don't know anything. Bye. And you're like, okay. And then I wrote this. I go, if you fail, everyone's going to die and it's going to be your fault, Atreyu. Oh my god, the pressure. It's a lot of pressure for this little boy. But he takes it. He takes it. He's like, alright, I'm just going to go save this entire world. Bye. Bye. And 
and and really rides that horse, man. He's like he's he, cooking. He, he rides the horse, and before he ends up leaving, he gets the necklace, which is called the Orin. Yes, and the guy is like, "Yeah, it'll protect you," but then he doesn't explain like what that means or like but how we do it? that. And then the necklace kind of does nothing. But does it? Does it, it do does anything? like one thing kind of at the end, but like mm. it was like wear this necklace, don't lose it, and it'll only be helpful for one thing at the end. Which, by the way, like was like okay wasn't that exciting so quick pause because there are sequels to this movie and unfortunately oh. they're most of them are trash i only know of two follow-ups there's a second one where they kind of like go back to fantasia it's like all different actors whatever not good however the third one for whatever reason we owned on vhs and so i used to watch it a lot and guess who is the main bad guy in that movie Ooh. i'll give you a hint you're not Hardcore. Oh, Jack Black. Jack Black. He's like the evil bully, and it's so amazing. It had to be like one of, if not his very first movie role, because he's like such a baby. But the reason I bring this up is because in that movie, that third movie, they actually do finally use the stupid necklace thing way more Uh. because it's like you can make wishes out of it, and so Mm. that's like a big plot point of third movie. But it's like not used at all in this one. So what? we doing couldn't i just wish the nothing to like get out of my face jesus i i think you could um yeah kate did you read this book no i didn't because there was a lot of turmoil from the author who i think part of the reason there was never ending story two and three is so much of the movie leaves out stuff from the book which like always happens right right the author's name was michael end is it a german book it's not a German book, right? I think it is. Oh, yeah. it is. Cool. Yeah, but boy, oh boy, he hated this movie. Well then. Okay, so when we get into more of the tough side where they go through like he's on the horse and they're going through kind of like prettier landscape and then yeah. we get to like the sad mud what is it called the sadness swamps of sadness the swamps of sadness and right before swamps of sadness we get introduced to another character Ooh. who is Gamork or like I yes I don't know it's the scary yes. wolf that everyone's afraid of and it's basically like the creature of darkness also began his quest and then he's just trying to like hunt down betray you and you see like point of view shots like Jaws but it's on land and it's fast and I hate it and oh. yeah so I'm afraid okay so I was really scared as a kid yep equally scared <laughs> yeah, that, I was it's like, scary I was like oh he's just scary. like eyes and teeth I hate it yeah but when we get to this like horrific scene with uh. the horse i just felt like that was so rushed like i didn't get to see the horse and atreyu bond i didn't get to see like his love for the horse and we're just getting into the story now all of a sudden this like main character dies like what you literally see one scene of him and artex like chilling near like a little creek and it's all beautiful flowers and he's like here artex have some apple. Wow, I love you. You love me. We're friends. And you're like, cute. And then swap of sadness. Mother- oh my god. 
yeah, it is fast, but I'm glad it was because if it went on longer, I would have cried longer and I don't like that. So so basically the horse got too sad, which is why it didn't move. And because it was sad, the swamp was like, we're going to let you sink because if you're not sad, you don't sink. Is that the whole, is that what was happening? Yes. Okay. So to film that, to train a horse to be in muck like that and be able to be like let down is like impossible. I think they said it took like seven weeks to train the horse because most horses would be like, I'm not doing this. I'm out of here. Yeah. But there was like an elevator that was dropping the horse. And so Noah Hathaway is the name of Atreyu, the actor. He got pulled down. No. went unconscious swamp of murder no yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my they, god like, they like saved him before anything like happened but like he really got like physically what? abused <laughs> Where are the child labor laws? Oh my god. So if you go on the internet, there's like all these conspiracies that like the horse actually died because I think they were like confusing his story, but the horse survived, Kate. Oh my god, thank god. I'm like, this is, I don't want to hear any of this. But isn't that insane? Whoa. So the intensity. Well, maybe that's why it was short too, because they were like, we don't want to deal with this stupid They were like, whoa, 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 we can't kill the main character. Kid almost died eight times, we just gotta get past it and just move on and hate it. But the screaming, like, it was like zero to a hundred for me. I was just not ready for the intensity, but it was sad. I mean, it's a really sad scene. I thought it was sad. And I think the saddest part is because they, they film it, in my opinion, I think it's filmed this particular moment in a really good way is he kind of is like walking with the horse and he's like, come on, we got to keep moving. We got to keep moving. And then the horse keeps like slowly moving. And then the camera is showing like the back of Atreyu's head. So you can't see the horse. And then he kind of like is walking and he like, gets like jerks stop. And he does like a slow turnaround and and then it pans to the horse who is like being pulled but like not moving and that's yeah. when you're like oh f- he's sad he's a sad horse we're screwed and then it was really sad i just thought it was so sad it was so he's sad. like you have to try you have to care for me and like oh you have oh. to move or you'll die it's and so then like sad. which by the way if i was on this big quest and like in the first five minutes my horse dies i'm done <laughs> yeah everyone's just dead just lay down and die because ain't ain't no way coming back from losing pet like that hell no everyone's dead but somehow he gets to shell mountain he gets to shell mountain and he's looking for someone named morla who is known oh, as the God. ancient one and mm. this character was mm-mm, uh mm-mm. the worst mm. and kate you know my love of turtles i know He's I just, not a cool turtle. In COVID times, the, the sneezing. <laughs> yeah, it's just because too the much. turtle, the ancient giant turtle, was allergic to Atreyu and yeah. kept sneezing, and then he kept flying like it was a Jurassic Park Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes. Like, I, yeah, what? And he Crazy. basically doesn't help at all. He is like super annoying and vague, and Atreyu's like, I need information, and he's like, I have that, and he's like, tell me, and then he's like, nah. And then Trey's like, what? And then it's a stupid argument just to lead up to this guy then being like, just kidding, I don't know. And he's like, what? Waste the time. And then he's like, bye, you go to this place. Like, they might know. And I'm like, what the f*** are we doing? Our horse died for no reason, okay? I'm annoyed. And he adds the piece of, well, you can ask the seven oracles, but... Southern oracle. Or southern? Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Christ, I didn't know any names. But it's 10,000 miles away. Yeah. And so he's literally covered in snot. His horse just died. And he's thinking, well, how am I going to do that? And so that's when basically you see him just like slowly kind of giving up, which is not a good place to give up in the swamps of sadness. No way. That little elevator is going to take you down. The director is going to be like, this kid. I don't care. Let's kill him. Save the paycheck. Kate, what happens? Who comes to save the day? Never-ending <laughs> Falcor swings right in, saves the day, avoids the wolf. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, saves the day, because that wolf was about to bite him, and then, That wow. wolf was gonna eat mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then we just, he basically, like, takes a nap while he heals all his trauma, yep. and Falcor's like, don't worry about it, we did about, like, 9,990 miles so like <laughs> wake up and he's like what who are you yeah very cool though the design of falcor like up close and personal all the little details oh yeah he's got like pink scales but he also has like fur and you're like oh yeah. no i don't know he's got like dog ears and then it's like kind of weird when he gets his ear scratched but that's fine because we like the other stuff about him and he's nice so well, and it's like this giant puppet so you're like okay you did the best you could in 1984 like he was still like a little weird yeah i think it could be done better now but the concept of him being this luck dragon right and i thought they had a cute message where he's like as long as you don't give up i'll always be here to give you luck and i'm yeah. like oh, how <laughs> I, cute. I literally wrote i go yeah 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 falcor should go write some fortune cookies <laughs> he's spewing them out right now there's literally part where atreyu is like how'd all this happen and falcor goes with luck <laughs> I was like, okay, is this just like, that's the answer for everything, is it? We're just gonna, all right, fine, I buy it, I buy it, it's fine. I mean, do you know fine. how many people should just be honest about it? You just yeah. got lucky, kid. It's just luck. <laughs> it's just luck, it's great. So, from here, we then meet some new characters, because this is a lot of new, take a sip every time there's a new character, if you want to have a good time watching the movie, okay. We meet two new friends, they are two tiny friends, these are basically tiny grandparents, who are kind of weird. Who aren't having the best relationship. Yeah, I think they they should look into divorce. I don't know um, what that looks like in Fantasia, but maybe Falcor, (laughs) with all his luck, can kind of help figure that out. Because I don't know what's going on. But the wife is basically like, I need to heal this boy. And then the the guy is like, I'm a scientist and I do science. And you're like, okay, this is a weird thing, but fine. It's all fine. And then the scientist guy's like, I know everything about this place you're going to. And he's like, oh my god tell me and then he's like let's just go look instead and you're like what okay that's not again like this is like the empress being like I know all the info but like mm, you know go through your journey so good luck mm, mm. okay he keeps calling his let's say wife wench he does and I was like this dude's so annoying so I was kind of happy when he was like let's go in this giant bucket to get away from each other because you two are so annoying bickering yep. and you quickly see a quote-unquote brave soldier which why couldn't he be hired to do this instead Mm. of this little boy and he has to go through this gate which is the southern gate well these are the sphinxes because this is what this is what's confusing so the southern oracle it's like the last thing that he gets to there's like two different like things he has to go through and then he gets there so the first thing is these two sphinxes who have boobs 
boobs, by oh, the way. Oh, my God. The author was so mad about it. He wrote all these things, like, so really? unnecessary, <laughs> so voluptuous. And to be honest, like, they had huge boobs. Yeah, there was a lot happening there. And there were nipples. I'm like, oh, no. So, yeah. But the way to get through this gate is you have to basically, like, believe in yourself. Believe in your abilities. Or like, believe in, yeah. Or like, like, don't doubt yourself. Like, know your worth. Right, right. So, yeah. that's that's how you get through. And if you uh, don't do that, you are going to explode. Not from the nipples, from the eyeballs. <laughs> That'd don't be like the Austin twisted. Powers version no, yeah, of it. That definitely would be. <laughs> but it's kind of this like weird message because it's like, okay, you're not worthy because you don't have self-confidence, so we're going to kill you? I mean, I just thought it was a little extreme. Yeah, uh, we don't handle that same way in schools um, because I think every <laughs> child would be dead. So, But he was pretty brave because the yes. scientist was like, I got a book. You're going to go look at it. Let me tell you all the things I know. And he was like, I'm just going to go up and see. And he was like, <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I'm out of here. See you, sucker. And the guy's like, wait, I'll tell you about the other thing. And Atreyu's like, anyway, bye. I don't care. Let's figure it out. You're annoying. And somehow he makes it through, but he does kind of have a close call. He kind of starts to have a little self-doubt when he's up in there. I mean, if I saw like a dead soldier on the ground, I'd be like, and I'm a little like child, I'd be like, uh. And you know, then we cut to the kid in real life and he's like, Which, oh God, who would love to go up to that attic and see some kids screaming at the top of his lungs? Okay, let's take a pause because there were other scenes up until this point where it would cut back to the kid and like he would be really extra just like that. So when he gets to the shell mountain and the guy sticks his head out and you're like, oh, it's a giant turtle. It cuts to Bastion and it's like a slow zoom in in his face as he's like, (laughs) and then they like Atreyu and the turtle like hear him in the story and then Bastion's like that's impossible and then everyone's like anyway moving on that was weird but in my head I was like okay I can understand you're reading a book something emotional happens you cry I get that I can understand you Mm -hmm. like feeling energetic and like rooting for a character I have never and I've read some up books I have never (laughs) while reading a book took a two to five second pause and screamed bloody murder because what that was a little too much for me Kate you just had to read the never ending story (laughs) makes you scream in the attic little boys oh yeah but that's what I mean by like both of the their acting was so like abrupt for me and I was just like not ready for a random scream or a random traumatic scene I was like warm me up I am not ready for this another scene that honestly felt a little bit like a Bob scene just real quick before we move on is when Atreyu before Artex gets murdered in the swamp of sadness and they're just chilling next to that little magical creek and it's great and there's flowers and life is good Atreyu is like oh all right, I get it you're hungry let's eat and then he goes that's a good idea and it cuts to Bastion who is by himself in a dusty attic oh, and Bastion goes god. this is exactly what he says oh my he god goes, yes no, it's a great idea. And then he takes one bite of a sandwich and then he very seriously, again, he's by himself in a dusty attic, listeners. He goes, no, I can't eat all of it now. Gotta save some. And you're like, what? 
minutes. Are you talking? You have dinner later. You were probably late for it right now. Sir, what are you talking about? That was so weird. Yep, sure was. So he makes it. He makes it through the gates. He makes it through the gate, but this the booby gates. This like <laughs> booby gates makes it past the nipples. Thank God it's always up in the air if you're going to do it. But this is another point where he kind of gets through here. And then now the next like task or challenge or whatever you want to call it, the next thing is this magic mirror. Yes. And in the mirror, people will see their true selves. And this part lost me a little bit because the scientist guy was explaining to Falcor and he's like, you know, nice people walk up to it and then they're really mean. And I was like, but what if they are nice? I'm confused. Like if it's their true self, isn't that like... I don't know. I have questions. Well, so they get, he looks at the mirror and then you see the human, Bastion. Does. And so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm vibing. But nothing that the scientist told us about happened. There wasn't like a mean, there wasn't like a golem type, right? Internal struggle. Like it was just like, well, look at that. A human boy moving on. No one reacted. No one. And we just moved on. Bastion did react because Bastion, like he's reading the book and he reads that part. And then Bastion literally takes his book and he throws it oh, yeah, at the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. this is going too far. I'm 11 and I don't have parents anymore. And what's happening? And I was like, you're telling me, kid, what's happening? But he picks it up again. And I think by picking up the book and reading it again is why then Atreyu was able to like go through it. Because it meant like, okay, we're kind of the same because Bastion is kind of like we're going brave. through the story. And I'm like, he's going through my my story and so when he picks it back up then that allows me to then kind of go through we got past that whatever but don't worry listeners because we got more boobs it's, it's fine these we are got the, blue boobs these are blue this is the same sphinxes we literally just went through but now they're blue and the first thing they say is don't worry we're not gonna hurt you <laughs> It's like, well, you should go maybe tell some of your friends to uh, think about doing that. Because, like, there's a lot of dead people over there. Oh, my God. And they were like, hey, so we have the answer. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they're literally uh just, like, crumbling. Yeah. Like, their forehead falls off. And they're like, the answer is. And you're like, (laughs) (laughs) go faster. And he's like, what? Tell me. And then he is, I think he reacted appropriately. They're like, she needs a new name. And he's like, that's it? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> he goes, that's easy. And then they were like, not like, from no. you. <laughs> yeah, like, like, no. <laughs> and then Bastion's like, oh. And then what made me laugh is he's like, I got a great name. And you're like, mm do you? Is it <laughs> Maybe think about that a little bit more before you share that with anyone. Okay. Do you? Do you? But we're really intertwining, which I think is a really cool storyline of the real human kid with yes. the fantasy world and the book. There's a story within a story. Always gotta love that. And somehow, Falcor comes back, right? And he's like, yes. you gotta go to the end. And this was, the music throughout the whole movie sometimes <laughs> didn't land, but I loved this part. Oh yeah? Yeah, and they were like, and they like did a really fast one because he's like, we gotta get there fast. And Falcor's like, hold on. And then they just like flew super duper duper fast. Yep. And we never really found the end of Fantasia, did we? Well, because they really they're, exist. They're technically, yeah, there like is no end, which I guess makes sense because again, this is the philosophical existentialism starting to seep through to all the 
little Yikes. children who don't understand Yikes. is because this is a made-up place by the imagination of children, it is never-ending. There can be no end because it's kind of like can be infinitesimal, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, but yeah. that's fine because as we're flying, the nothing, you know, appears and then it's like, it reminded me of the Wizard of Oz, like the way they yes. filmed it, where it was like, and Falcor's just like spinning around and then Atreyu um, falls off, Whoa. but he somehow doesn't die. Riddle me that. I don't know. Flies from the sky and just lands softly on the beach. So cool, cool, cool. Falcor, I don't know where Falcor went, and then he lost the necklace too, but you're like, who cares? Because like, do you, mm, it's fine. You can get another one at like Spencer's, like what well, else, you know? I actually really like this next scene where it's some sort of like crumbling building. Oh yeah. And there's like hieroglyphic style yes. scenes from the movie where he's uh, like, whoa, that's my horse in the swamps of sadness. Ah, who the f- painted that, you sickos? <laughs> You're all sickos. Get that out There's of here. There's Shell Mountain, the turtle. Like, yeah. And you could tell that he's like, wait, I'm finally getting guidance. Like, finally, <laughs> is someone going to tell me where to go? I'm a little boy. And then we see the wolf. And yes. this, I thought, was a really good scene. Because oh, yeah. I was I was pretty afraid of this wolf. He's scary. And he gave him really good dialogue. Quick action scene. I wish they talked more. Honestly, he should have gone to this wolf first and been like, the empress because she's not giving me anything. Because this yeah. wolf told him the real talk. He's like, here's what's going on. We're all made up. We're all made up fantasy and little human children's brains, but little human children aren't reading no more. Okay, so we're all disappearing. I'm here to f*** up. I'm supposed to f*** up this little kid. Little kid's gone, so like, whatever. Like, now we're just chilling and like, you know, that's it. And then Atreyu was like, oh, wow, information. I don't even know what to do anymore with that. Mm. Well, I loved it because he's like, I was here to kill Atreyu. Yeah. Now, let me tell you, if some wolf is like, I'm here to kill Bridget... <laughs> Okay. I'd be like, oh, I'm Rebecca. I've ne- never seen her before. Never heard of that. And Atreyu was like, I'm Atreyu. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's pretty heroic. Yeah, it's very heroic. And then you're like, oh, shit, we got all this build up. This is so intense. Atreyu's like, bring it on, sucker. We're all about to die and I'm ready. <laughs> and the fight scene lasts for 0.5 seconds. Two seconds. That wolf went out real fast. Not a, not a big bad wolf. No, he was all talk. No. He was, yeah, he got stabbed pretty quickly, and he was also like four times the size of yep. Atreyu. So, yep. but Atreyu, like a boss, just gets up and is like, "Well, let's keep going," and is hanging onto a tree as <gasps> oh, the world is scary. crumbling around him. Yes. And somehow Falcor gets him again, right? Yes. So Falcor and Falcor before he gets Atreyu is like, "I guess I'll get that necklace." I I don't know. Sure, whatever. So he goes in the ocean and he gets it. Do you know how cool? the aqua version of Falcor would be like Dude. I want that movie I would love that. that would I would. Lo- I would ride Falcor in the water. I would ride him <laughs> in the air. I would ride uh, through a volcano with him. I would go to space. I would. Oh. I would attack Jeff Bezos' stupid spaceship <laughs> via Falcor, and then I would go just like bashing at the end. Yeah! 
<laughs> As it fell to earth in flames. Well, and you actually end up in space because you Fantasia do. has basically ripped apart from the planet that yep. it is. And this is the only time we use the necklace, Kate. Why do we use the necklace? Uh, to he's find like, the, oh, the ivory tower. tower. Yeah, he's like, oh man, I wish we could find that place. And the necklace is like, oh, I just woke up. Sorry, I've been sleeping for a while. Um, <laughs> sure, I guess I'll help. I don't know. But there is a part in here that I actually really liked, and this is why I think Falcor's the coolie, coolie, cooliest. Because not only can he fly, but he says nice things. And Atreyu's all, like, you know, sad and butthurt because he's like, I failed and I ruined everything because I'm 11 and everybody told me only I could do it and not like any adults. The 80s are hard. And Falcor goes, you tried. And I was like, oh! I was like, Falcor, you should adopt Bastion because his dad would have been like, yeah, you're a little b- you failed. <laughs> My God. But they do find the ivory tower and it's just it's just like flo- floating on a rock or something. And we meet the princess. We finally meet the princess. We finally meet the empress and she is oh, yeah, the also, empress. she's also 10 because, I, you know, the We're children, in a child world. Where's the little children land? Um, She's 10 and she, uh, he comes in and he's like making a weird face at her and then she goes, why are you so sad? I'm sorry. Mm. Hello? Were you napping for 10 years? Because I'm confused why you're confused, why we're sad. What are we doing? I don't know, but we all know what needs to happen. She needs a new name. And he's like, I don't understand. There is no end to this. How do I get to this kid? (laughs) This, like, made me laugh a little bit because she kept getting, like, closer and closer to the camera. Oh, my God, yeah. Bastion, tell me my new name. And then the human kid is like, wait, what? What? And I'm like, come on. You've gotten past this. We've been in the attic for, like, 17 days at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Just name her and the storm is big. The attic's getting scarier. I'm pretty sure like all the police are out to find... Bastion. He hasn't eaten a meal in a long time. He's like probably dying he's of starvation. He's his peanut butter and he's jelly right. sandwiches. He's only had one bite of a sandwich all day. It's, he's thrown <laughs> oh a dumpster God. before. He's probably his tetanus. Everything's wrong. And then he finally goes, alright! I will do what I dream! And you're like, what? <laughs> that's a oh weird thing to say, but whatever. And then that's when he runs to the window. Why did we run to the window? I would have just kind of hung out there. I don't know why we had to do calisthenics <laughs> in between. Runs to the window. Oh, Opens it very dramatically, and what does he scream, Bridge? Moon child! And this is what it sounded like. (laughs) (laughs) The internet, the internet is like, what was the name? What was the name? What was the name he yelled? What was it? And honestly, the fact that mm, 20 minutes earlier, he's like, I got a great name. I'm like, Mm, Moon child? No. But a part of me thinks it's tied back to his mom. That's his mom's name. So his mom's name is Moon child? So I think his mom may have been a little hippy dippy and uh that's why he loves unicorns and, and all oh that my stuff. god I don't but know. It, it gets so dark mm. and then like because the storm in real life or fantasy we don't even know what's real what's not at this point and the princess pops up into the real world hey. and she's in the flesh and Hello. she's just holding fantasia in her little hand like it's you know the galaxy is on orion's belt oh, men, in, men in black style men in black yeah and you're just like 
Wowie, wowie. We didn't lose Fantasia, but Fantasia's made up in his head, so could we always rebuild it? Anyway, that's semantics. Anyway, but- we don't care. <laughs> whatever. And then she goes, Bastion, now you get to make a wish. And he was like, a wish? And then she goes, you can make as many wishes as you want. Why? <laughs> what did he do? Why does he, because he skipped school? And he read a book in an attic? And he's an Amber Alert? He gets to get wishes? Okay. How many 1984-year-old little 11-year-old boys are, are trying to find school addicts to do this? You know? How many nerds well, are like, this is my moment? Yeah, right? Like, I like unicorns, too. But don't worry, listeners, because as cheesy as it all is, I'm sorry. The ending is so ridiculous, and I laugh, oh, but I also, God, but I also so cheer. Stupid. I have a strange mixture of emotions, of support, <laughs> and making fun of and heckling. I cannot, oh. but this is where Bastion is riding on Falcor, which probably would have been my wish, too. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, we all want that. And he that. goes, yeah! <laughs> Katie has taken her fist and she has raised it in the air. It's me. I'm gonna, like, Photoshop Falcor in the background of my Zoom and just, oh, like... Every oh my kid God. that is around our age knows exactly what that looks like. It's so awesome. And then they go after the bullies, like, yeah. and then Falcor literally goes... <laughs> and he's in Fantasia and then you're flying and you see all the characters and you're like wow everyone's alive again life is great Artex is back thank god you're okay love you and then we go to the real world and I guess Bastion one of his wishes was to traumatize other children in a revenge fantasy of attacking 10 year olds with a dragon in public and they end up in the garbage the funniest part of the scene is it's like a public street and there are adult humans and you hear in the background people being like ah! <laughs> you literally hear like bloody murder screams of terror because like what are we doing and like oh my God. it's so funny because the music it's is like so ah! funny I gotta tell you, I think the music did not align up with the, a lot of the scenes. Oh, oh my god. god. But we did it, Kate. We uh, did it. And he saved the day and children don't ever stop believing. Tinkerbell taught you that. Let's don't go. Don't stop believing in Falcor. Yeah, yeah. Hold on to your luck, dragons. Sorry. <laughs> I gotta stop because that's just that's yes. just gonna keep going. That's that's just never gonna stop. Well, Bridge, what do you think? Would you watch it or don't watch mm. it? So if you watch it, have low expectations. I think it's better remembered as a kid. What about someone who's never seen it? Someone who's never seen it, watch it. Okay. But it's way better in my head, all of what I remembered, than like watching it again. Because I got to like selectively remember certain things and not others. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I think if you've never seen it, you should watch it. I think if you have seen it, it's fun to revisit. But I'll be honest, I'm actually really surprised that this movie has yet to be like remade or even rebooted. I know! Right? It would I be feel like, so good. Yeah. I feel like it could be really good because obviously they probably wouldn't do practical effects. I'm sure it would all be like computer generated and CGI and whatever, but I don't know. Do you think like movie execs are like, kids don't know what books are these days. We can't make this movie. And it's like, oh no. But like, that's why I feel like it could be applicable because you could update it and be like, kids today don't read because they all go on that TikTok and then, and then y'all know they'd be TikTok Falcor flying through the streets. 
streets attacking oh, the children. That would my go. God. That would be trending on Twitter real fast. I'll tell you that. And I think uh, updated Falcor's voice should be Snoop Dogg. Yeah! <laughs> oh my God! Wait. Okay, I can just picture it now. The scene where Atreyu wakes up and he's trying to sneak away, and then it turns to Falcor. I just picture it in Snoop Dogg's voice, him being like, "Greetings, Atreyu. <laughs> Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey." Oh, man. Oh, my God. I love Snoop Dogg so much. Snoop Dogg needs to be in that. Please. I would love to know if they're doing a remake or why or why not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, just leave the nipples out of the remake, all right? Oh, my God. That was... And honestly, the rest of it wasn't too scandalous, right? Like, it was just more, like, silly, stupid stuff. Yeah. Well, and listeners, we forgot to mention this. um, Oh, But that's us. It's not you. It's us. This movie was a fan pick. And this we was picked did. by our listener, Joe. Joe! I mean, I hope we did it justice for you. Joe, I, I hope you rode in on Falcor, and now you're uh-huh. going to ride off into space and attack Elon Musk, because he should also be attacked. Joe, come to Munich with us, and we'll Yo! go to the museum together! Oh, that'd be so fun. Oh my god, oh my god, my god. We'll go to Germany. Yeah. We'll go to Germany. Oh, we'll yeah. have dust Well, Bridge. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I do have our next movie. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, this is going to be a little different, but I'm going to explain why. Okay. We, listeners, this is our 63rd episode we're doing. Wow. That's really awesome. So we've been doing 63 episodes thus far, and obviously we are a nostalgic movie podcast, and I have my own specific definition of nostalgic. Some may have a different one, but I am actually going to make our next pick a movie that it's not super nostalgic, but it hasn't come out Mm. this year, and I'll tell you why. Because this movie was actually requested, this is another fan pick, and this was requested by one of our listeners that we actually shouted out and the reason we shouted this listener out is because not only did this listener follow the directions and fill out the movie request form on our website but this <laughs> listener was Jesus. so enthusiastic about what we do here that he even felt compelled to email us and tell us how much he appreciates us oh, and we've emailed back him. forth a couple times so this is a request by David. David! David is from Philly. David gave us a couple choices and I'm gonna pick a choice that he gave that is actually a superhero movie. This is a really good pick and we probably would not have gotten to this movie otherwise. It would have taken us a long time, but you know, sometimes you just say and you do what you want. So this is defined. Obviously it's an action movie. It is adventure. It's sci-fi and it came out in 2018. But I'll be honest, it kind of feels like it came out way longer ago. Wow. This is our nostalgic. This is a no nostalgic yo that's great oh that's a good marketing bridge this is why i pay you the big bucks i'll tell you oh man all right so this movie it's got a lot of amazing actors and i really feel like this movie broke a lot of grounds in some respects and i think you'll understand why when i tell you i don't even want to tell you any of the actors because you're gonna know immediately what it is it is about an heir to a hidden but advanced kingdom and this person is going to step forward lead his people into a new future and he must confront a challenger from his country's past. This is the 2018 Marvel superhero movie Black Panther. Ooh! 
Have you seen this movie? Have you ever seen this? I have, and it's oh, yeah. awesome. Oh, it's so good. It's so hey, good. We saw the wardrobe in the <gasps> oh, museum. Oh, yeah, I can, like, post pictures of that. That was so cool. That oh, was God. so cool. That was so cool getting to see Chadwick that. Chadwick Boseman. Oh, respect. So Oh, my sad. God. My By God. the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read too much about him. It's so magical. Ooh. David, thanks, David. I actually am, like, really excited to watch this. Woo! Get our suits on. Get ready to fight. Wakanda forever! Wakanda forever! <laughs> oh, my God. It's so awesome. So awesome. Ah. Well, Kate, Rich, if you were asked to take a math test. Oh. And instead, you went up to the school's attic and were reading a book. Oh. I'd make sure that we found you and told you you could read it in another room. <laughs> Thanks, Bridge. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks You're welcome. for not abandoning me in the scary storage attic with skeletons and wolf heads and uh, spiders, I'm sure. So, Ooh. wow. Ooh. Uh, well, and Bridge. Yeah. I just want to say, if, you know, Fantasia almost got destroyed, but then didn't, and oh. then I got a wish... Um, or you, but I'm going to say me. I'm going to say me in this case for, you'll see why. And I get a wish and and then she's like, JK, you have a billion wishes, do whatever that you want. I would wish for you and I to fly on Falcor. (laughs) (laughs) And then I would wish for the never ending story to sing in the background as we fly and scare children, Murder screams <laughs> will be heard in the background of the scene because they're scared. Yep. Bullies in <laughs> the garbage can. Yeah, that's where yeah, they yeah. belong and it's not Mighty Ducks Day. Oh man, Kate. Wow. I want to Photoshop the two of us riding oh my God, Falcor, oh but my God. like next to each other. Like, like it would be cute if we made like a sister's Falcor. You know, like you could tell one's older, one's younger. Could both of their faces be Val Kilmer? Because (laughs) (laughs) now I just want that to happen. Yes. I love that. Oh, boy. Well, and listeners, if you also love Falcor and revenge fantasies with little children and 80s synth ballads that are a little tone deaf, you should write us a review. We love reviews. We love written reviews. You can review us on Apple Podcasts and some other podcasting apps. We also have a website, sisterswhoseenit.com. So this movie, Never Ending Story, was a fan pick, and it was picked by Joe. Joe went on our website. He filled out the form. And our next movie, picked by David, he did the same thing. You can go on our website, scroll down on the main page. There's a form you can fill out to request a movie. All right. And we do have a list. So you get yourself on there and we will get to it at mm-hmm. some point we all will. right and bridge what else can they do on our website they can buy us coffee mm. so if you're able to eventually find the link that scrolled down by the page what? to request uh, a movie it's not that you, far okay you don't need to do that with this right up top is a link that says you know what i think these two ladies need some coffee this we is do. a lot they talk a lot they edit a lot it's never it's- ending <laughs> 
There's an end so, to it. So throw but, us yeah. a cup of Joe, and we'll just keep going, and we'll keep making up our own rules. You want Black Panther, and it's not nostalgic? We don't care. We'll if do anyone it. We wants love to you. do um, all the Thor movies, <laughs> you'll be at the top of the list. I'll tell you that right now. So just saying. It's very specific, Kate. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. All right, listeners. Well, check all that out, and yeah, we hope to hear from you. Listen, the story is as never-ending as your imagination. So uh, just get there, get your luck dragon, and go have a good old time in the attic. Have fun. Look for the skeleton. Oh, skip your math test. Don't get Ooh. stabbed by something. I don't know. Oh, my. <laughs> all right, listeners. Well, we'll see y'all next week for Black Panther. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> There's a <laughs> like, <laughs> all that good stuff. All right. Can't wait. I love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Sisters Who Seen It. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website at sisterswhoseenit.com, where you can email us, request movies to be reviewed, and keep up to date with all things sisters. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you next week.